Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Find us on Facebook.com slash Podcast, Twitter.com slash Podcast, Patreon.com slash Podcast, Instagram at Podcast Go, iTunes at Podcast Go. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 14 of Super Fun Game Review Podcast. Go! I will be your host tonight, Harry. <laughs> Mars isn't the only one that needs cheerleaders. And to my left, <laughs> wow. we have Steve. You want to play with my squirt gun? <laughs> Ralph? Brains. Clark? Um, num, 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 num. <laughs> And tonight we have a special guest, Shane. Hey, would you call your squirt gun a super soaker? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dollar store. Squirt <laughs> pistol. Oh. All right, so just to remind our listeners, we did just recently pull down our poll on Facebook for our episode 16 review. Did you pull it down slowly? I mean, it's usually just a click, <laughs> so it was probably pretty quick. It's pretty fast. Yeah, it's pretty fast. But we'll be shortly getting up a new poll soon for you guys, so take a look. <laughs> Whatever, we're going with it. <laughs> All right, we'll take a walk. Walk. Right. walk. So tonight's episode. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I pulled up the poll now. <laughs> All right, so tonight we are going to review Zombies Ate My Neighbors for either the Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, are they okay? Your, na- your neighbors. <laughs> well, we'll find out depending on your place. They've been shat out on the front lawn. All right, so guys, let's oh. just jump into it. Initial impressions. What do you got? I played the game. I played the game a lot when I was a kid. I always remember getting hung up on like level four with those fucking those fucking chainsaw guys. But I've I've played more of it since. It's cool. I have some nostalgia for the game for sure. All right, so. well, go ahead, Ralph. Oh, okay. Um, Zombies ate my neighbors. I had heard of it. I'd seen the cart. You know, maybe saw a couple of screenshots here or there, but I didn't have it when I was a kid. Never played it until until the podcast. Honestly, I didn't get very far in it. I found that it was really tough. And kind of felt that it, you know, I don't want to say ruined the experience, but just the tone of the game, like, seems so lighthearted. I, I was surprised at how hard the game itself was. But, you know, we'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Steve, what do you think? I remember it being hard as a kid. And <laughs> I now... Soft as an adult. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. He had to play with it anyway. a, a little rough. and <laughs> But it was still, um, it was still a pain in the ass. Oh, <laughs> I remember it being hard as a kid, and also it was a pain in the ass. Wow, you got. Let's not delve into uh, Steve's childhood anymore. <laughs> it's dark. Steve, that's what happens when you try to shove a cartridge up your ass. It's dark, Steve. Man. I've gotten wiser instead of the long way. It should go like that. Yes. Yeah, like a hot yeah. dog, not a hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. But hamburgers are good too. An important lesson to learn as a kid too. You got to learn to blow into it to get it to work. Yeah, that's definitely uh, the most important. Fucking cry! God damn it, Harry! <laughs> All right, Shane, what did you think of the game? I thought the game was uh, fair. I wouldn't say it was hard. I wasn't going to say it was easiest game either. Go! All right, all right, all right. I, I got to <laughs> yes, yeah, We're past that, that segment. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Shane's freezing up. <laughs> no, because I was Quick, thinking about it. Quick, someone blowing his cartridge. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, Go ahead, Harry. 
<laughs> no, thinking about it now, the game wasn't hard, but it wasn't the easiest. I haven't played it in a while, but after picking it up, I played it twice now in the past year, and I've gotten way further than I thought. But I also feel like I brought some of the old, some of the newer concepts of zombie killing back to Super Nintendo. Pretty much, I just run around and shoot, and now this time I run around and shoot, but I'm more of a hurry. I don't really care to pick shit up all the time. So for me, I think it's like fairly easy. <laughs> Very well. Uh, Very well. So I will say, I, I do remember getting this game on Easter back when I was a little kid. Because Easter presents are cool. <laughs> yeah, good way. I, I know this, this it always stuck out with me. And I've always loved this game. Jesus I was a zombie. Yeah, I was going to say that. Good way to celebrate zombie Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> um, no, I, I will say I, I think this is my favorite game on the Super Nintendo. Like, really? Yes. <gasps> yeah. This, this probably, wow. probably, favorite? yeah. This probably takes the cake. Even better than Seven Up Spot. Final Fantasy VI. So we already know what your score is, then. No, no. We, we well, no, I'll still be honest about my score. Nostalgia to the limit. It's like the soundtrack from the game. But no, no, I, I'm glad we finally got to review it for the podcast, um, just to kind of change things up a little bit. But yeah, let, let, let's just jump right into it. Let's uh, hop right over to game development. Are we jumping or are we hopping? Jumping on a trampoline. Oh, <laughs> Are we shambling? Yeah. We should shamble over. All right, let's shamble on over to game development. Game development. Who wants to start us off? I think <laughs> you should start, Harry. Yeah, I think you should start and maybe just make the segment your own. <laughs> it's all you, balls. All right. So this game was developed by LucasArts and published by Konami in 1993. What a combination. I know, right? That's crazy, actually, because then that means that Disney owns the rights to Zombies Ate My Neighbors right now. <laughs> really? Oh, oh, yeah, Disney oh bought my. LucasArts. God. I did not know that. Oh, uh, what? That's a crazy connection. Yes, yeah, uh, like the whole Star Wars universe is oh, actually... Yeah, like, like uh, there was a petition a while ago to have um, Princess Leia as one of the Disney princesses because she... Is technically a Disney property now. Technically, uh, the music was produced by Joe McDermott, and I actually did a very thorough search on this guy, and I found this really interesting uh, interview of him. And he had a lot of cool things to say. Did um, you fall in love? I did. I'll get more into that when we get to the music section. I just think it's more appropriate for the show. But monsters in the game—they were based off of 1950s movie monsters. You, you got your. Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, the mummy, and then the aliens with the giant heads and the bulging eyes. And exactly, shit like that. Uh, the blob features yep. in the game. Mm-hmm. Not to be like a movie snob or anything, but the Universal like movie monsters they were like much earlier than than the fifties. But I definitely see like the fifties aesthetic and the sci fi and all that stuff is definitely there. Yeah, Just yeah, to, yeah. I'm gonna take my film hat off now. No, Sorry. no, that's that, that's fair game. Um, so they also did um, everyone's eyes rolling. Pick oh up yeah, on, uh, <laughs> God. what a jerk! I was just trying to look at that giant feather in his fucking cap. Um, but there, there is also modern movie inspiration as well. I mean, when you say modern, you think like modern a, for what year? Nineteen ninety three. Okay, <laughs> but like t- uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Chucky, Jason from Friday the Thirteenth, the like the, yeah, yeah, like, like Chucky, yeah, the little the, little kid like throwing the hacks. Yeah, and what shit. are those movies called? Child's play. Child's play. Child's play. Thank you. Yeah, but Chucky so, was a doll, not a kid. They also burst into flames. Wait, he had red hair. The kids in the game had black hair. Oh Jesus. Oh my god. But no. <laughs> it, uh, one of the main spawn points for those dolls in the game is from a toy chest. So suck a dick, Ralph. I'm kidding, yeah. man. Come on. 
Um, the zombies ate my neighbor's engine, reused for Ghoul Patrol, Metal Warriors. What the hell does that say? It doesn't matter. They all suck. He can't see without his glasses. <laughs> oh, Big Sky Trooper. Oh, Big Sky Trooper. Oh, yeah. what am I oh, talking about? Yeah. yeah, that's a gem. That's what a hidden gem. <laughs> Hey, I just wanted to put it out there. I right? uses a You know, there's going to be one person out there that actually plays that. That's, that's like, like, holy guys, shit. They don't really appreciate that's, Big that's Sky Trooper. Yeah. <laughs> Done with this fucking podcast. <laughs> Jay Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the blood and gore was replaced with purple ooze, or it wasn't used at all in certain scenes. Um, and this was requested by Nintendo just because they've always had a big stance against like violence. In video games. And did the Genesis version have real blood then? Sort of like Mortal Kombat? Uh, I, I, I really didn't look into the Genesis version of this game. I read somewhere that Genesis does what Nintendo does. <laughs> so. I don't think that's the first Genesis time quoted that on the podcast either. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You can cut it if you want. Now, now one big flaw we, we will talk about when we get into gameplay, but I think it is noteworthy for the game development section. They originally planned to have an in-cartridge save system, but they ran out of room with um, everything that they had to add, so they ended up having to cut it from the agenda. And in turn, you get this password system, which is flawed, but we'll get into more of the details. It's pretty well, simple. It was only four characters, though. It wasn't like 25 characters for the password system. Yeah, but aren't the passwords like all the same? So if one person beats it, they can just publish the passwords? Yes, but... Yeah, but a lot of games were like that. Th- there are flaws with using the passwords. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll get okay. to that. So it t- they come in um, systems of every four levels, you get a password. And then obviously there's a few bonus levels in the game that have their own unique password as well. What were the bonus levels? I don't have the list of names for the levels. I know um, one of them was Day of the Tentacle. Yeah, Day of yeah, the Tentacle, the it's like one. level zero. It happens before level one of the game. And it's BCDF for any people that want to jump right on and jump into that level. Hmm. All the tentacles... It's actually, I, ideally, you want to start with that password because you get a bonus round to pick up items before you actually start your, your, uh, your canonical playthrough. Your journey. Yeah, your, your journey through this very difficult game at times. That's all I had. Did, did you guys have anything else you wanted to add? I think you pretty much covered my shit. Thanks, know-it-all. Yeah, sorry, I don't really have much. I'm just oh, kidding. The, I think it is important to note, as of 2011, there is a movie in production. I, I don't think that's going to come out. In development hell for six yeah, years? six years for a movie? Yeah, I know. Do you know if it was it, ever it, even it greenlit? Was nev- it was never canceled, like, the, the production of it, so it's... Did you think zombie movies are kind of done? Well, no, but, it, I mean, it's still big box off. Like, okay, so the lighthearted tone of this game... Okay. Think Zombieland. There was a lighthearted tone in that, but still you throw in the zombies. It makes for, like, this ideal situation for the box office hits. I don't, okay, I don't I know. You. A lot of people gravitate towards comedy action. Yeah. Like yeah. a PG-13 zombie movie. No, it's still rated R. That's how it's good. I would agree. What's the day of the tentacle? The password? Yeah. B-C-D-F. Are, are you just playing now? <laughs> yeah. I just, I Let's pause see the podcast so Clark can play a couple rounds. Cool. No, 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 no. Just continue. I just wanted <laughs> to see it. I didn't I didn't get the chance to oh, see the fine. layout. Cool. They take like two to three squirt gunshots to kill each tentacle. Every day is day of the tentacle at Steve's house. <laughs> Anybody want to add anything then? Are we moving the story? No, 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 we're not. Uh-oh. Oh, he's just, there's a stare down going on. Yeah, I know. What, what's with you and my tentacles? How many do you have? You don't need to know that. Okay, you're right. All right. I don't. <laughs> that's, that's personal. <laughs> we don't talk about how many tentacles we have around no. here. It's rude. It is very rude. That's t- Let's move on to story. <laughs> 
All right, well, once again, let's shamble on over to the story segment. Story. Me personally, I couldn't find a single shred of story in this game. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't play through the entire thing. I did not beat it. Harry, do you know the story of the game? I mean, just generally speaking, I think this is pieced together from like little blips and blurbs all over the game. So it's Dr. Tongue. I don't know if you've gotten to any of the rounds that mention Dr. Tongue in the title. Yeah, I did, I did see that. Oh, okay. He basically lives in a castle. He unleashed all these creatures that he designed to the nearby towns. Zeke and Julie are the two main protagonists in this game. They see what's kind of going on, but they also notice that their neighbors are either oblivious or just unwilling to defend themselves. So they have to go around and save these people. Meanwhile, trying to track down Dr. Tung and destroy his evil plans of destroying the, the towns. They just let babies walk That's around. thunder. I think unless you do, like, some serious research on how this story came to be, you, I don't think you're going to pick it up. No. Yeah, there's there's not a... Yeah. Because playing through the rounds, even, like, a couple of the rounds when you first start, all right, you're in, like, a suburban neighborhood, but then you start going into random rounds, like the pyramid round and the mine round, all that kind of stuff. It, uh... No, it's just uh, the way it jumps around, like, from level to level, different locations. You never really piece a story together, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. No, no I hear you. I mean, you're all over the place. Yeah, I think yeah. one, one round you're in a castle, next round you're in a, a pyramid, next round you're out in mall. Just, uh, mall, <laughs> yeah, suburban yeah. towns. It's clear that the level design trumped the, 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 a cohesive story. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and I played, you know, maybe, like up to level seven let's say and by that point i was like why is this called zombies ate my neighbors yeah there are zombies but they are not the main focus i thought it was going to be a lot of the same thing over and over again and i was surprised at how much of it was a change up and how it seemed more like it should, i felt like it should have been titled like mystery science theater the game or something like there were just so many <laughs> references to to you know those those schlocky movies that we mentioned earlier and and it the zombie part is like just one little nugget like why focus why, why title it Zombies Ate My Neighbors? Like, where did that come from? Story-wise, in, in terms of what the actual game is, it doesn't really feel like a, a strong representation of what was presented, unless I mean, I'm totally I mean, derailing. No, I mean, a lot, of, a, a lot of games for that time, they don't necessarily... And I don't think a title has to necessarily be indicative of what the gameplay is like. I don't feel okay, like it okay. always has to. I feel like you're looking for, like, a broader title. Well, I thought the game was broader than, than just being about zombies. Huh. So would it have appeased you if it was like rescue well, your hold neighbors? On, hold on, hold on. Well, I'm not saying the game has to. It doesn't have to. You monsters know, ate my neighbors. Monsters, yeah, that monsters ate my neighbors. That would work perfect. That does sound good. Yeah. I think like a lot of games at the time, and this is just like a development note as well. A lot of games at that time, what they would do is they would build the first level, shop it around, see if anyone would pick it up, and then create it. So in that first level, it's just zombies. It's just neighbors. It's just Zeke and Julia. Julie. Julie. Are they brother and sister? No, I don't believe so. Okay. In my version of the story, they're a thing. Oh, <laughs> like a couple. Oh, oh, yeah, they're a couple. <laughs> now, they are teenagers. I, I didn't mention that before. Oh, but, they're uh, definitely a couple then. <laughs> there's just that one There's just that one level where it's just them squirting each other with super soakers. <laughs> uh-huh. It's that teenage things, angst. Things get real steamy real quick. <laughs> Anything else to say on the story? Well, why don't we just be like, you know, brief spoiler warning. Well, how does the game end? <laughs> You I beat believe it. you go to the castle. Yeah, you finally get to the castle. You find you, there are a couple levels where you corner Doctor Tongue, and he drinks his potion. I don't know if you've <laughs> it seen him. Wrong. <laughs> corner the Doctor Tongue. Hey, I'm Doctor Tongue. Don't get, get me in the corner. I'll lick my way out. <laughs> uh, but he transforms himself into a get spider. Over here, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> free, free. 
three exams. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call me Dr. Tongue for nothing. <laughs> Weird, I got it. Check out my depressor. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, it's as thick. <laughs> Here, try this mystery potion. <laughs> wow. Got the mystery potion. No, no Cosby. No Cosby. No, no. Not again. No. You put the mystery potion in your pudding and you... they call me Tongue Huxtable. <laughs> 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 but I mean, he's going to prison. <laughs> R.I.P. But no, no. I mean, when you're rescuing these neighbors, is that rest and pudding? <laughs> <laughs> We're coming for you, Cosby. <laughs> oh no! I mean, when you look at the neighbors, though, it makes almost no sense story-wise. Like why these people are just roaming around. I the mean, tourists. The tourists didn't make any sense to me. No. Like, who, who, let, who leaves their baby just wandering around? Yeah, exactly. I know. There's lots of babies. I mean, there's a bunch of zombies walking around. Do you really have time to cook burgers? <laughs> yeah. Just saying, That's like, true. Also the, little girl, also, the little girl that just ignores everything and she's jumping on a trampoline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's getting like a bird's eye view of like all this fucked up shit happening. She's like, ah. Now, fun fact. She yay. is the safest character in the game. There are no enemies. Yeah. Guaranteed safe. Yeah. Yep. Guaranteed safe. So, yeah. always save her for last if you have the option, more or less. Or the guy in the pool, if there's yeah. not their swim ones. Yeah. The, the guy in the pool is like your second safe guy. The tourists are actually the most vulnerable in the game. Because not only can they get killed regularly just standing around, they have the potential to turn into werewolves. I did not know that. Yeah. There oh, are shit. certain levels in the game that get darker as you progress in the level. If it gets so dark, all those tourists automatically turn into werewolves. Then you lose a victim and... Gain got, an enemy. Yeah, gain an enemy. I think we're flirting with gameplay now. I did get to some werewolves, and they were, like, jumping through walls, and it really started to piss me off. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they do go up and over. Dracula does that, too. Well, what I mean is, like, not sort of like an outside, like, brick wall with coverings and, and leaves and foliage. and that. Like, they were inside a building, and I walked by, and they jumped out of the building, mm-hmm. like, at me, like, breaking all the physics that they laid out. Well, I think it's very plane. important to note for the story that no house in this world has a roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. What true. kind of world are they living in? It's crazy. No wonder they're getting eaten by zombies. <laughs> yeah. It's their fault. They're living in such a universe. Yeah, Dr. Tongue released all of those monsters and passed a bill in legislation that <laughs> requires no one have roofs. <laughs> How convenient. How convenient. Oh, cool. Should we... Uh, Shamble on over to gameplay. Oh yeah, we got to stop using shambling. We got to we got to lick our off. way over to gameplay. With Dr. <laughs> yeah. Tongue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll be our that'll be our segment intro. <laughs> <laughs> I regret everything. I'm just gonna stretch it out and overlay it for like five seconds of all of us. <laughs> what are you gonna stretch? Oh, 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 God! Yikes! You'll find out, Ralph. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> He'll send you pictures. <laughs> So much stretching. <laughs> Bat wings. No. <laughs> All right. Gameplay. Go. Go. How did a dolphin get here? Gameplay. I really liked the gameplay. Um, I liked all the, the different weapons that I came across. The only thing that I didn't like. Now, I don't remember if this is on the Super Nintendo or not. But to pick somebody up, you have to be like pinpoint on their shadow. You not can't true. just touch the actual like picture of them like you have to actually walk over their shadow and it has to be almost pixel perfect 
their hitbox is a little small. Yeah, I would say. yeah, yeah. He needs to be a little bit more forgiving, and, and, and then sort of that ties into everything. Like even with the shooting, like there were so many instances where I line up a shot and shoot and just like misses because we're on a diagonal camera view, you know, and everything is for the most part on a flat plane. It can be difficult to to judge your shot and to see you know where you have to be to hit the zombie. True. That obviously adds the difficulty. Mm-hmm. It does. I, I think it's important to note before we get into it, like. The difficulty spike is extreme in this game. Yep. It starts out very simple the first couple of rounds, but it escalates very, very quickly. In this and game. it explains nothing of how mechanics <laughs> no. work True. or anything like that. No, I think I think they expect you to just trial and error with this What was game. it? Level 11 is the giant baby? Uh, seven, seven? Eight. Eight? Eight. Seven or eight? Okay. Yeah, it's like right before a password. Yeah, there's like the Titanic baby. Yes. Which who, is just a weird... Who would expect that? How would you even know no. how to begin? Like, imagine, you know, like, oh, this is the furthest I've ever been. Oh, my God, a giant baby. All I'm three of my lives. I'm supposed to kill it. Yeah. It is one of the most memorable creatures from the game. When people talk about this game online, you it, usually wouldn't forget a giant baby. <laughs> giant baby ate my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> is that a better title for you, Ralph? Yes. It's funny, too, because the music that plays in that round, it has little clips of, uh-oh. I don't know if you listen to the music, <laughs> but it like it's in the loop. I mean, all the tracks are like a minute. We'll, we'll get into that when we get to music. But Uh-oh. it sounds like that music was geared towards this giant baby round with, with uh, little blurbs in the music. So it is a run-and-gun style game. I think there's a lot of games that fall in this franchise, or not franchise, but like this genre. Genre, genre. thank you. Um, I don't know if you guys ever played. I think it was Reloaded. I've seen the cart for Reloaded, but I've never played it. Yeah, I've never played it either. No, it was, it was like a PS One game that it was. Unless Wait, I'm thinking, it? am I thinking of a different game? I'm Maybe sure. I am. There are other games like this. Yes, though. Yeah. there definitely are. But you definitely have to run and gun if you really want to try to get as many neighbors as you can. Anyway. True. True. I mean, it's pretty obscure, I think, at this point. But when I was a kid, I had Alien Syndrome for the Nintendo, and that's like the closest thing that I can compare this to because it's sort of the same camera angle, and you just run around collecting things and and shooting shooting enemies. Like it's it's not like Contra. It's on a side scroller. It's like a top down shooter, and your character operates on a, the same kind of plane. But obviously, previous generation. You guys ever played that? No, no, never mm-hmm. heard of it. No, okay. So okay, it looks like a simple game at first glance, and I think a lot of people would still argue it's a very simple game. No, it's way more complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say there, there, there's a lot of depth, and I'll just number off some or rattle off some of my bullet points for this. And maybe we can get into that. Oh no, bullets. So as far as like depth of the gameplay goes, it's like a fight versus flight mode. Because some rounds you gotta like really kill enemies, and other ones like the chainsaw round. It's all about just avoiding them to get through the round. Oh yeah, those fucking chainsaw guys. They yeah, fuck them. <clears throat> fuck them. Yeah, they were they're a rough enemy. Yeah, because they take a lot to kill. Oh yeah, that's why it's it's pretty much just in your best interest as much as you can just fucking run. Aren't they like the the main guy from Splatterhouse is? Looks like the guy from Splatterhouse. He's just sure. like a big dude with a hockey mask, yeah. but that's not Jason Voorhees. Right. More Texas Chainsaw Massacre than anything yeah, else. Yeah, like crossing the two. So there's also learning the level layouts. Like uh, when we were playing, Shane obviously knows like, boom, shoot this little little hedge wall. There's a hidden potion inside. Like learning where all these little like tidbits of, of items yeah, are. There's a lot of stuff you can't see, like stuff behind the trees or a lot of the castle rounds actually when you go into the basements, uh, you unlock doors, go into the side cellars first time you could actually see dr tongue encounter him is really early on in the game yeah he actually showed me this the other night i had no idea yeah it's uh the 
the first castle round you go to, you go into the basement, uh, you have to unlock, there's, you have to take extra keys with you, because I don't think there's enough keys in that level to unlock all the doors you need to successfully beat the round. But there is one place you go to, there's three doors to unlock, one room is empty, one room has a baby, and one room has a potion. I think it's a question mark potion. I, I think he's correct. Yeah, if you open up the third door, it's an empty room, but it's actually... It's like a like a false wall. You walk right into the wall, take whatever route you can find. It'll take you, I think you go up and to the left. <laughs> it takes you in Dr. Tong's first, yeah, Dr. Tong's laboratory. Yeah. And there's actually a bunch of little secret shit you could pick up in there. Uh, every time I play with the, well, actually, last time I played, the guy pooned out, so we had to run away, so I didn't get to pick up the extra items. <laughs> who was that? Who, was, who were you playing with? Uh, I ain't gonna drop names like that. Uh, so it was Harry. Harry. Uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of secrets like that, though, and you are got to really spend time running around. Like, the stuff you don't see, but you know you can go behind, uh, the trees. Like, the treetops, even though if you blow the bushes down with a bazooka or something... And the treetop is still there. There might be something behind the top of the tree, even though the stump's gone. I don't know if you guys realize that when you shoot shit with a bazooka. Mm-hmm. Can I say <laughs> shit on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, Motherfucking shit, shit balls, cunt. <laughs> All right, well, so leave that in, please. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Motherfucking shit balls, cunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted to do it in goofy voice, man. Yeah, I wanted to do it in goofy voice. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I sound like. <laughs> yeah, next time you get the chance, shoot uh, shoot a bunch of bushes. and I shoot bush all night long. <laughs> <laughs> you got to plow through those bushes, man. <laughs> no, I don't, because I make sure they're shaved. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know any more secrets. <laughs> Shane's done. He's uncomfortable. Wants to go home. <laughs> like, this is too much. It was a good run, Shane. Well, I did want to say that you know that kind of experimentation, the game really doesn't give you the chance to do it. You know, I mean, I never felt like I had the time to. Oh, I'm just going to go do this. You know, do whatever. No, because zombies were constantly spawn, and then you have limited amino, limited amino, limited amino acids. You have limited amino acids. You have. You have Phenomenal. limited, <laughs> limited. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> please, someone needs to edit that. Boop, boop, amino, to Stefano. How did this become about me? You okay. said amino. I'm amino. 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 All right, well, when he's ready to get serious, I'll get serious. What I was going to say, or where I think I was, is that the game really, to me, doesn't give you the chance to do that kind of experimentation and explore. I feel like the tone of the game and its difficulty are at opposite ends. Yeah. Like, this game should, to me, after playing it a couple couple rounds, I was like, you should just have unlimited continues, like, or or unlimited lives. Like, why make it so hard? to play like i would have had a lot more fun if i was like, oh you know what i want to go see if i can do this or do that or do whatever i can dick around i can afford to dick around no it's like i got three lives i need to really conserve ammo i can't i can't go over there because i can see that dude and he's probably going to kill me or take a lot of health and before i know it game over i didn't feel that i could you know do all that actually see uh i i i know what you're saying at first uh, that's kind of how i thought especially because harry keeps calling it like a run and gun kind of game there are ways to get around it. Yeah, there, there are. If, if you okay, make make a priority of picking up all the neighbors in the game, and then that gives you the opportunity to kind of just roam the level 
I mean, yes, you, you still have to dodge your enemies, but this way you can go back and pick up all the extras. Because I think okay, okay. that's a big part of the game. You need to conserve your resources for the later levels in the game. But that's a plus of the game, too, because the people never change. You're always in the same spot, yes. no matter what. So trial and error and memory like any other game. Okay. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Strategize. Phenomena. Strategize. Um, you know, that was my next point, is conserving inventory. I think it's important to start learning this weapon is good against this enemy. This item should be used in this situation. Stuff like that. So that you're not just blowing through all your resources early in the game. Getting to the point where you're using a first aid kit when you're on your last bar of health to maximize what you're getting back as a return on that first aid kit. Using the bazooka to get through hedges so you can get to enemies. Or using those bazooka shots on the chainsaw guys. Or No. Oh, I, I always do it. <laughs> ah, save what do you use on the chainsaw guys? The bazooka. Oh, okay. Well, I can kind of see that. I think it's because of the shot radius, though, because it doesn't give you, like, enough room. Because you know how the bullets blow past? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to waste that one shot and, boom, go right past me. Well, that's I true. experienced that a lot. Uh-huh. They do move erratically, it's, those yeah. guys. Especially in the maze on the on the third or fourth level. Fourth, fourth round. Fourth, yeah. yeah, that running through that maze and you're, like, trying to, like, dodge them. Uh-huh. And also, like, if you, I noticed that if you kind of, like... If you serpentine while they're chasing you, really? they'll they'll start serpentining as well, and it slows them down because they have to go diagonal. Yeah, just um, use the clowns. Yeah, you can use yeah, the clowns, clowns if you have any. Yeah, well, that's true. But yeah, so then I'd start serpentine, and then they would start serpentining, and then I'd try to like shoot them with a rocket. Always took two shots. Yes. I'd always whiff the first one. Uh-huh. And then the thing that sucks is you don't even get the benefit of the first one whiffing past them. It doesn't actually go off the screen and hit anything, so it doesn't like create you a shortcut for later. Yeah, it would just go off the screen's dead. I mean, it comes down to play style too. Again, like, what, what do you want to use your stuff for? But I think it is very important to note: you like you you can't be using the pistol shots on the chainsaw guys. Using an item that's not beneficial. Did anybody get the Pandora's box? No, where it shoots like the sparkles all over the screen, kills nope. any nope. enemies on the screen. That's no. awesome. Yeah, it's a great item. But definitely power. helps with the baby round. Yeah, you just pump pump those things in like a monster potion into that baby, and just, just <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's clarify: you should never that pump is... anything into a baby. Fucked <laughs> up, except formula. Fucked up. You shouldn't pump it into them. <laughs> I guess you're right. Thought it was you crazier when he was talking about some chick named Pandora popping confetti out of her box. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Steve. <laughs> Really piece that one together. Joke construction. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a high five for that one. Yes. <laughs> We're not going to repeat that other high five that you did. <laughs> oh, you mean? <laughs> no, no, the one on the Mass Effect episode. Where you're like, was like just like <laughs> flailing. Oh yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> just flapping in the breeze. <clears throat> that was a good one. That yeah, was... I know. I looked at your elbow. <laughs> it's, it's how you high five, man. I didn't know Clark called his dick an elbow. <laughs> Why are you slapping it? <laughs> I like it a little bit. <laughs> Fucking A. He also didn't use his hand. He used his cheek. <laughs> <laughs> like a good girl. <laughs> maybe maybe soon he'll be calling you Dr. Tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gross. <laughs> Fucking gross. <laughs> Fucking gross. Ralph's going to say exactly what Cinderella did on the, when she got to the ball. 
<laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that one. <laughs> All right, we're moving, are we moving on? You no, got any no, more no, bullet no, points? Yeah, there was a couple other bullet points. Last thing I wanted to say as far as, like, the depth of the gameplay is... <laughs> There's depth again. Pretty shallow. <laughs> you, you have to keep a good pace in this game. I think that's very important. You can't just stand around doing whatever the fuck you want. Like, you really have to be moving at all times. Progressing either, boom, I gotta go get these items, or boom, I gotta go save these neighbors. You can't just be... Just like life. You can't be going around all willy-nilly. Willy-nilly. Thank you. Or Dr. Tongue's gonna get you. Yeah, you whippers. <laughs> you don't peppers. want to be standing around when Dr. Tongue gets there. Jesus Christ, if we didn't have Dr. Tongue, we didn't have any jokes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some ice pops in my freezer. <laughs> I got a popsicle in my freezer. Wait, I can do it. Hold on. My name is Dr. Tongue. I'm here to give you all the popsicles. Damn, I can do this. <laughs> That's, it's okay, Ralph. Son of Yeah, it's, it's all right, Ralph. I yeah. got a pop shickle in my Damn mouth. it, I quit! <laughs> I'm done! <laughs> I can't do it! I'm such a failure, Chris. Chris. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. All right, there's a couple of bad points of this game I wanted to touch on. Let's get to the bad points, oh Harry. <sighs> Let's get to the bad points, Harry. <laughs> you guys will probably agree to me on this. When you start getting a larger inventory, when you get like... Maybe... Agree to you or agree with you? Yeah, yeah agree with me. Right, I guess. Right. No, <laughs> you, no. you guys will probably agree to me. Like, <laughs> I, uh... I don't agree to shit. <laughs> Alright, so a bad point in the game you guys will probably agree with me. <laughs> with me. <laughs> me. <laughs> well, G2... <laughs> the proctologist is like, are you ready, Harry? With me. <laughs> One more knuckle duck. <laughs> Steve! <laughs> Dr. Oh. Tongue. <laughs> Dr. Tongue, proctologist. <laughs> Dr. Tongue, OBGYN. <laughs> All right, let's get to your bad Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a bad point. I think we could uh, discuss on real quick. Sure, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's discuss, let's discuss on with it. it. <laughs> Let's discuss around the... Let's discuss with it to all of you. All right. So maybe you guys agree with me on this. Cycling through your inventory is a pain in the dick. Yeah, I'll agree. Especially when you're looking for that one particular item or weapon to take down a specific foe that's charging right at you, and you have to cycle through like 10 different items. Oops, I accidentally passed it. Now i got to cycle through all over again. Yes and no. I mean, there weren't a lot of buttons. You know, you have... Two, le- two or three less buttons, really, plus analog sticks and things like that, like clicking in analog sticks. I think that was just part of the the gameplay experience. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Yes, it's annoying, but I think it's annoying by design because they could have also just had it where you pause the game and put those things into your inventory, but that wasn't the type of yeah, game sort of they like were them. going for. It's yeah. r- it's yeah. run and gun. Like they yeah. they want to really put, like you're saying. There's the pressure where Adds you tension. really you really have to like rush through some of it. I think. <laughs> I think he just swallowed a bug. You need to go see the tongue doctor, Doctor Tongue. <laughs> But where it adds that sense of panic to it. <laughs> just jumps right back in. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, mid sense. Professional, baby. So anyway, the other bad point I was going to suggest. I, I, 
keep leading in these Wait, sentences. Yeah, yeah, you know how to like speak. I gotta like, formulate like, a better sentence. Good. The other bad thing I wanted to bring up. <laughs> well, I wanted to uh, have a minor retort here to yeah. Clark's. To Clark's. Uh, no, you're not allowed. Go ahead, Harry. Retort away. Retorting now. Retortellini. Tortellini. Delicious. Um, Rip tortellini. Rip tortellini? Retortellini. Retortellini. Yes, retort and tortellini. Tortellini with it. I got it. All right, so. Tortellini here. Tortellini with a vodka sauce is delicious. Retortellini. 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 You're both. It's a tortellini. It's a tortellini. I'm not offended if that's what you're going for. Nope. No. Now let's try to offend him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he Italian? Yeah. Oh. My strong Irish name, De Stefano. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. My strong Irish name, <laughs> De Stefano. <laughs> um, cycling through, you know, to get to the right item, I, I didn't see why they couldn't just make the, the shoulder buttons from the Super Nintendo controller. I guess the Genesis would have to stick to cycling to one, to one button for the map, or was that select to bring up the map? That was L and R. We'll bring up the map. Yeah, like to me, like just make select the map and use the shoulder buttons to cycle through. It would have helped with that issue in hindsight. Mm. I'll call Lucas Arts in the morning. We'll be good. Yeah, yeah. You you call them. Yeah. Like, hey, you need to re-release this. Also, on make PlayStation this Four. Yeah, make this minor change. That'd be great. Uh, well, like, fuck. <laughs> I raised my hand. I didn't see it. I'm talking to Clark. <laughs> it's not my fault. I raised my hand. What the fuck was that? Well, Ralph, that was some tasty retortellini. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got any more bad points, Harry? I, the the no save system in the game. By using a password, mm-hmm. you lose everything that you've worked and gained to achieve at a certain point in the game. The but only you thing... can start at a different level than starting from the beginning. Yes, I agree. But I think a big part of this game is what's what's the word? You, you have I to, know what you're trying to say. You have to have the momentum. Or the stamina to start at level one and go all the way to the end. You, you need, because you need all that early level equipment. Gear. You need the gear. I wouldn't say stamina. Do you, wait, do you accrue stamina throughout the game? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> your stamina bar starts at level one. Yeah, 15. I was going to say, like, did I, did I, like, miss something? No, I, well, no, I, I guess you're right. Allow right. me to re- be retortellini about this. <laughs> 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 you're, just, you're just taking that joke all the way. Go for it. Go for it. He said, "Go for it." Yeah, do it. Do it. Go for it. <laughs> Go over Tortellini, Stefan. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, okay. so let's get back to. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was gonna say with the Problems. password thing. So let's say you were to start at level thirty. Mm-hmm. All you start out with is one hundred and fifty pistol shots and one medikit. Yeah, it's not going to take you very far. Oh, I see the problem. Yeah, yeah. When you're going up against some of those higher level enemies at that point that take different weapons to take down. Or you need that surplus of Pandora's box or all the keys that you've built up. You don't have any of it. Like, we tried to do later levels just so we could see the later levels the other night. Unless you we- have certain weapons, you can't get through the levels. Yes. Yeah. Simple as that. And the other issue with the passwords is they're based off of, like, let's say you get to level five. Depending on how many survivors you had up to that point, you get a different password for that. There's a password if you only went into that round with one survivor. There's a password if you go in with only two survivors, et cetera, et cetera. So you're starting gimped on survivors that you have at that point, but you're also starting gimped on the amount of equipment. I mean, do survivors matter other than points? Well, if you lose all your survivors, you lose the game. Yeah, like when you start on round one. Oh, wait, you mean lives? Do you mean like lives or survivors? Or like, do you mean like your neighbors? The victims, the neighbors. Like when you start on round one, there's 10... 10 people you can save. Right. And if one of them dies on round two, there's only nine people you can save. Oh, I never picked that up. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's no. a big point in the game. They're not just points. You have to keep at least one alive to the end of the game. Oh, no shit. I didn't catch that either, actually. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. So it sucks when you get to, like, level three and you only have one person left to save. That means every round from then on out, you only have one person now, to save. Now, for wow. every X amount of points, you get a bonus victim back. Yeah, so... Oh, okay. But they're really, I think... It takes, what, 40,000 points? Yeah, but they go incrementally higher after that as well. That's the easiest one to achieve. So the game is unplayable using the codes to jump to a level like, oh, I got to level 15, I had a million survivors, these were my points, I had all the items, I'm going to put in this code to start again. No. Yeah, you'll have, like, what, a square gun, a health pack, and... I don't know how many survivors. Yeah, depending is, on the password you get. It, it just, that's broken. That's why you have to start the game from the beginning every single time. Yeah, and have <clears> a <throat> clear strategy. Wow. So in today's day and age, would you suggest that the way to play this game is with an emulator? Yeah, I think I think it's a fair way to go. Because, I mean, you can Safe cha- change some of the code to the game to make it more enjoyable of an experience. And built-in cheat engine and save states and things like that. Well, that's the game. Yeah. I feel like, especially for a game like this, I was I was giving you shit about using save states and stuff, but I actually like because of like the passwords and how they affect the the stuff. I think save states are just a better way to implement a save yeah. than than what they provide. Yeah, I agree. And I played it both ways for the podcast, so I could see what it was when it was created, mm-hmm. and I also wanted to fuck around with it just to have some fun too. Right. I had a blast using certain cheats just to breeze through the game how many levels are there all together in the game there's 45 actual missions then there's nine bonus missions and then there's one credits mission the credits mission is they throw all the creators they created themselves to stand around and <laughs> they, they have like little animations oh, and a cool. little bit of dialogue that pops up that says hey i'm such and such and i did this part of the game oh, that's classes. cool it's a whole level just walking around and talking to the and I think um, George Lucas is right at the entrance when when you go in. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I'd rather have the save system instead of that. What? The, the credit? <laughs> Not True. to be a dick. No, fair to enough. Cut that yeah. level and have a save. Yeah. 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 Do, do you think that's achievable? Like, just if they were to cut one level, would that have been enough mm, to put in a save? Pro- probably not. I, I don't know what save, the requirements are to get Saves require a... a lot of memory. Yeah. Generally speaking. All right, guys. Let's talk graphics. 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 Steve, why don't you start us off? I was, I don't want to say impressed, but it was really good for Super Nintendo. To be honest, I have dove into like podcasts talking about this game before, and they said like the Sega Genesis version is not as good. It's like not as polished and has issues, and it cuts off the screen because the whole right side of the screen is where they put the map and all your items, so you just lose this chunk of visibility oh, wow. of the game. And oh. they, they did re-release it on the Wii. Um, really? Back when, the, uh, I think it was well-received um, when it launched on the Wii as well. And it, I did I'm, not know that. Yeah, I didn't not, know that either. If I'm not mistaken, I think what they did with this game is zoomed it out as well. So you can almost see the whole map at one given time. So Wow. Like, which I think would be a really cool way to play this game. I've been trying to dive up screenshots of it. There's um, uh, a music video on YouTubes where these people actually played on their instruments. You, you said YouTubes. Y- YouTubes. <laughs> Did I? <Yeah. laughs> on the YouTubes. You, you are so out of touch. On I, the YouTubes. <laughs> I've used the YouTubes and the Google. <laughs> no, no. On, on YouTube, there, there is this group. They, they just picked up their instruments and started playing like Garage Band style one of the theme songs in the game. And they actually showed clips from a version of the game. And it's completely zoomed out. Wow. And I want to play that version of the game so bad. You have no idea. Just because 
I think it, it. I mean, it's a huge advantage to you to see the whole arena. Yeah, but it changes the entire entire way to play it. Yes, and but the I, way you can see it. But I, I played the original way, like so many years. Just a, a new take on the game would be awesome, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, I I enjoyed the graphics for it. I mean, there's not really too much to get into. I think the graphics actually. They're very crisp and clean. Mm-hmm. Granted, they could have bigger hit boxes, which um, it's not really a graphical thing. But I like the design. The characters are different enough that they don't look exactly the same, even yeah. though they function the exact same mm-hmm. way. I think it's iconic. He has the uh, the 3D glasses on yep. from the 90s, too, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, re- I really just... Th- I-, I liked the design of the different monsters that I saw. The Day of the Tentacle ones are like picture perfect to day of the tentacle things like that i I did really enjoy the design of the game they were some really nice tentacles and the (laughs) and the the level design as well uh it looks really good Mm -hmm. i really appreciated the level design and how different they would go with different things even though there is some like they they repeat i i still think that the level design it sticks out to me as like one of my one of my favorite things, like the graphics I loved about this game. Do you guys notice that there's one graphic that shows up repeatedly in multiple levels? There's a comet that looks like it crash landed, left a streak. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it mm-hmm. shows up in like not just like one level, but throughout the whole game, you'll see that. I've always kind of wondered if that was kind of incorporated with the storyline or. That's what started the. It could be. That's kind of what I thought. Zombies and monsters and weirdness. Like, it could be. I just Killing babies. I save that for graphics, too. Yeah. Killing babies? Killer babies. Oh, sorry. Killer babies. Yeah. Uh, I, okay, so I think it's important to note that the graphics are very kind of cartoony in a way, but they have a varying color palette. There are some levels that are dark, and then there are some levels that are very bright. Like, boom, it's a sunny day, but then you got your very gloomy nights in the game as well. And I think... To varying degrees, they, they really implemented that well to kind of set a tone per level. There's really no super bright colors in the game. No, I mean, even the... the you're being sarcastic? No, I'm being serious. No, the fir- first round, come on. The blues in that water and the green of the hedges, and it's just... I'd say it's colorful. But they weren't like neon or anything. Well, no. So Shane's definition of bright colors is neon only. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah, That's fair. Man. They have to glow in the dark for them. To <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the the palette of colors that they used for and and you know in the Super Nintendo 16 bit right yeah like even in the 16 bit generation you had a lot of um like that default red you know what I'm talking about people would use it as like borders for certain things like think about like a uh, Super Metroid okay. they would use red to kind of like do the the level layouts and stuff like that like you don't see a lot of default colors you see a lot of like bright programmed palettes of colors in this which i appreciated i like the sprite work i i I thought that a lot of the sprites and and everything was very clear to me at least you know what what i was looking at and maybe here or there like the the purple plants i was kind of like at first like what what is this but i I like the sprite work I, i don't know if all the animations were were all that great like the repetitive animations that the the actual neighbors or people you have to save would do, but you know overall for a Super Nintendo game, it it it's what what I expected, and um, I wasn't disappointed in any of the graphics. Cool. No, one really cool animation. It's very rare that you get to see it. The the guy that sits in the inner tube. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If one of the lagoon creatures gets him, he actually gets pulled through 
the inner tube that he's sitting in. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So it's just an empty tube then? Yeah. It stays there? Well, it doesn't stay there long. I mean, it eventually disappears, but like that's part of the animation. It just... Oh, okay. So instead of just blooping him away, they actually have something where he gets taken away. Kind of. Kind of. That's neat. That's pretty cool. But I, I, like, like, some of the animations when creatures are getting near him, I don't know if you have saw the, the military man. He starts like yeah, shivering cowering. and like oh. cowering when 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 he, like he's an immediate threat of dying. Which I always found that I, I found that kind of ironic. It's like you're the military guy and here's this teenage. He, kid. I think he's the only one that does it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can't see the old guy doing it. The yeah. old man with the cane. I don't think he even flinches. Yeah, Maybe he just he takes it, and turns yeah. into an angel. He doesn't know what's going on. Make Embrace me, sweet death. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> I have lived my years. Finally, an end. Cool. Yeah, no, that's that's all I have to say about let's graphics. Head, let's head into music then. Cool. Let's do the music. <laughs> music. Let's do the music. <laughs> let's do the music. I'm gonna put my dick in a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Kenny G Spot. <laughs> Relevance. Oh Bam. my God, Kenny G Spot. That's probably a porn star named Kenny. I G-Spot. almost guarantee that has to be. Oh yeah, and Kenny <laughs> Kenny G Spot Junior. Yeah, and then there's Kenny D. Kenny, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny D. D. <laughs> it's fake wiener. <laughs> Peace, son. Bunny ears. Fake wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the music was catchy. <laughs> I absolutely love the music in this game. Me too. It is especially that I, I know the, the the chainsaw round is horrifying when you're playing it, but the music in the background and they, it even sounds like straight from um, a bass guitar. Some of the notes and some of the yep. stuff. Now I know it's all synthetic, but I think they really nailed instrument sounds that they were going for in the tracks. I'll be honest. I think the music is really one of the best parts of the game period i agree actually i think the music is is something to visit this game for alone yeah i've already i've listened to countless hours of loops of the music on youtube <laughs> not on youtubes <laughs> on the youtube on the youtube, on the YouTube. <laughs> hey, YouTube. all of them <laughs> i use the pandoras the youtube yeah, i got spotify's used to spotify's <laughs> amazon musics <laughs> Google Plays. Uh, was that iTunes? Is iTunes? <laughs> yeah, I iTunes use iTunes. Is... iTunes is good. iTunes, I like it. Hey, you, you, <laughs> you, you busting my stones? Man, fuck your stones and your you iTunes. I don't stones? give a shit. No. I'll go over oh. there and fuck your oh. mom and shoot you oh, in the face. Fuck my mom. Jesus Christ. Fuck you. My mom's a saint. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, my mother's a saint. Huh. It's getting very Italian-American in here. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, too. Hey, fucking look at him sitting here with his brother. Family rats. Oh, family rats. Go <laughs> we'll get your shine box. Go <laughs> we'll get your fucking shine box. Anyway, music well, of the game. Speaking of clowns. Sorry. <laughs> what is that, funny? Funny like a clown? Funny like a clown? <laughs> look at him, I got the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's such a good movie. Sorry, no, I need a one. You shut that cunt's mouth before I come over here and fuck start ahead. <laughs> so we got a little sidetrack yeah. music. Okay, so, all right. So I mentioned earlier. All right. All right. All right. So I did mention earlier. So, Joe, 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 Joe. All right. So, Joe, Joe. 
was the one that produced the music of this game. Now I, <laughs> I, I, I was powering down, guys. Sorry, <laughs> hard reboot. No, no. So I, I, I read like the transcript from an interview that he was a part of. Who? Joe McDermott. You Joe read McDermott. The transcript from the interview. <laughs> okay, I want to hear right. this. You um, didn't just read the interview. You just read the transcript of the interview. <laughs> watched the interview. I read the transcript, and I watched it, and I highlighted the See, key points. See, you can't fucking say anything around here. <laughs> Have you read the transcript yet? <laughs> it was riveting. <laughs> so anyway, it was in a newspaper from 1993. <laughs> we all hopped on our buggies and got onto the Buck Social. I wish S- it would. Smack a dame. 1893? <laughs> He um he he hasn't actually produced a lot of video game music. I think it was like two games. He was um was it cannot yeah he was working for LucasArts at the time. The actual game after uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors was released um, that he was working on got canceled, and he got uh, an award for Zombies Ate My Neighbors soundtrack, and then got booted from the company all in one phone call. Wow! Did he work for LucasArts <laughs> or did he work for Konami? Oh, I think well it was only hold on it was Both? only published by Konami. So LucasArts was the developer, though. Ah. So I figured he was probably working for LucasArts. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. I mean, he is an American-sounding name, so there's, especially back then, it's most likely that he worked in the States, LucasArts, because Konami is a Japanese company. Oh, wow. Shit. I didn't mention this before in game development. This this is a cool little tidbit. The reason they haven't really done more with Zombies Ate My Neighbors, like on the front of LucasArts, they made a deal with Konami because they couldn't afford to do the, I guess, like the production cost. More or less, so mm-hmm. they made a deal with them, and Konami got a ton of money from this that LucasArts never even saw. That they put into pachinko machines. I actually think there is a zombie ate my neighbor's pachinko machine. Shut up. I'm dead serious. That's God. rude. Damn it. Yeah, I mean, fuck you, too. Ah, fuck oh, you. <laughs> but anyway, so after he got booted from the company, he, he thought it was kind of funny that he got booted and an award in the same phone call. <laughs> I don't have a job now. <laughs> Congratulations. But, uh, You're fired. He does a lot of music for like little kids' cartoons now. Like he like what? Um Berenstein Bears. He he was very involved in that. You mean Berenstein Bears? Berenstein. Berenstein Bears. Whatever. However you want to pronounce it. I don't give a fuck. So my personal favorite track from this game is the boss theme, which is that chainsaw theme that does come to play. I, I also thought the sound effects were equally good in this game. Um yep. like when the people die, I mean it's kinda corny when you think about it. <laughs> Yeah, the scream. I don't, yeah, I don't really have too much other than that. I mean, what, what do you guys think? Shane, you didn't really talk about the music at all. Uh, I didn't really have much to say about the music. <laughs> no, no, well, all right. Well, seriously, if you think about it, the music's pretty upbeat, if you notice. <laughs> like, seriously, for yeah. a runner-gunner game, like, you can't have, like, slow music or anything, so it makes you want to keep playing. Yeah, and I agree. at the same time, it's, yeah, we'll say catchy. Yeah, it's, it's, a, lot of, it's a lot of high-tempo music. Yeah. Hey, music snob over there. What do you have to think? I'm sorry. I'm reading a transcript <laughs> of an interview with. <laughs> I think I think Ralph Hardy went on the music, didn't you? Oh, I, I did. went. I went all over the music. <laughs> all right, let's uh, jump into our final thoughts. Final thoughts. Who wants to kick it off? All right, I'll go. Yeah, it's Dave. I did the all right thing. <laughs> Who am I? I had fun. Like, when you actually said you wanted to put this on the roster, I was really looking forward to the time of playing this game. And I wasn't let down at all again. It was really fun to revisit it. It was still frustrating, but that's just part of the game, too. Thanks, Harry. 
What, what else do you? What, what else do you want? Final thoughts. Thank you, Harry. <laughs> you're you're welcome, Steve. Good. <laughs> good. This is good. 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 All right. Good. Good. All right. So I uh, I actually I had a lot a lot of fun playing the game when I when I could. I had a lot of fun playing it when I was a kid. It was one of the few Super Nintendo games that I had. I actually wish for this that I would have gotten to play it with somebody else because I really feel like two-player, which we didn't really discuss too much, that's the way to play the game uh, is two-player. I think it's more enjoyable to have somebody couch co-op playing alongside you. Couldn't agree more. I I did enjoy the game. Uh, I just think I would have enjoyed it more with with a partner. You see, Harry, a friend is a person who likes being around. <laughs> a quick side note to the dying art of couch co-op. I think there's a it. total resurgence for that, though. Yeah, but now with you the, can... with the indie with the indie stuff, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, sure, okay, definitely. I, I do miss that scene though a lot. Like, I mean, it's one thing to get online and play with friends, but right. I mean, to sit next to your buddy and actually play a game like that's something. I, I do feel like I'm missing out on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh crying I miss it over there. there. Wow, I I prefer one player over two. <laughs> Shane's, Shane's like, a fuck fucking low wolf. Uh, all right, no, Shane. I'm so, what's your final thoughts then? All right, well, all right, and this is something. Yeah, we didn't really touch on with the whole two player thing, but uh, have you guys played two player at all? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. All right. So, uh, have one of you has first person tried running to the left of the screen, and second player tried running to the right of the screen? <laughs> I've gotten yes, stuck. That, yeah. That's, oh, a, yeah, that's yeah. an annoying thing that happens. In yeah, two that pisses me off to the point where I'm like, oh, one player only. <laughs> 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 Simple as that. But no gameplay. Uh, overall, I I like the gameplay. Like I love zombie killing games, and that's one of the first zombie killing games I have ever played. I think it's like a necessity if you're going to kill zombies. Start with one of the basics. Yeah. Has there been any other zombie games out before that that anybody knows of? I'm sure there has been, but I don't know if it was ever like... To that magnitude? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Explicitly zombie. It's one of the first ones that I could think of. Mm -hmm. I I can't really think of too many. I I mean, Super Ghouls and Ghosts may have come out earlier. But that's not, like, predominantly zombie. No, no, I agree. I agree. That's actually only zombies for, like, the first level, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I I was just trying to look for something that was comparable, but... Sure. No, I got you. But, uh, no, other than that, I wish the gameplay was a little bit easier. Because if there's only 45 levels, it would be a lot better if, say, the first 20 levels were easy than going up from there. The next 10 levels might be a little bit more difficult, followed by another 10 a little more difficult. This way it would increase over a longer period of time. Instead of like, boof, level 12, it's really hard. And no one makes past 20 then, you know what I mean? Right. Without using some kind of password eventually. Other than that, I like the gameplay. I wish it was a little easier, but for that time period, I was still impressed with it. So that's my final thoughts on it. A little bit. Like I said before, I absolutely love this game. Yes, I find it very frustrating, and I wish like it, it could have been like a perfect score for me if they would have fixed some of these little errors in the game, like the password thing, maybe the the difficulty spike in it. I wish somebody would mod this game to just make it absolute perfection for me. Anybody listening to this podcast, please go back and mod the game. You can you can <laughs> honestly with all the cheat codes and stuff. Yeah, I know modern emulators. You can mod it to how you want it. Yeah, somebody might have might already be out there. But, I mean, it still holds up. I'm always excited. If anybody ever wants to talk about this game, I will 
definitely sit down with that conversation with you. Hey, Harry, I want to talk about this game. Can we start doing that? Let's do that. Awesome. So that, that, that's my final thoughts on it. Are you the last one? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ralph, what's your final thought? Yeah, come on, Ralph. Honestly, I, I think I missed the boat for this game. I think if I had played this when I was a kid, I'd have a lot of, well, I would have nostalgia for it. Didn't play it at all. I think it's, as a new player, I found it to be surprisingly difficult. Didn't come anywhere close to beating it, full disclosure. And if I really wanted to dedicate the time to it, I could probably get decent, get to like level maybe 20, I guess. And then from there would have difficulty, like like you guys said. I, I see what they were going for, and aesthetically, I like it. But to me, I think the, the tone of the game and the difficulty are really at opposites. So I don't think it's perfect. All right, let's go into the score. The score. All right, Ralph, what, what score would you give it? 70. 70%. Well, that was like just straight to the point. Yeah. Steve, yeah, it's like a C. No. <laughs> Going back to that one, huh? Yeah, I'm making a joke. Again, Steve. I would give this game, I would give it a B minus. I mostly graded on music, the game itself. All right, I still enjoyed playing, but again, it's like once that spike hit, I just felt like I was just kind of pushing through it. I was just doing it so I can listen to those tasty jams. I thought about this one a lot because I was trying to take that nostalgia factor out when I was looking at this game, but there's just something about it that just, it keeps drawing me back. Although the difficulty is extremely harsh, I want to give this an 8.0, which ties it with Mass Effect. What's your nostalgia level? Like a 10. Like a 10? Out of 4. Or a 10. (laughs) No, it would, if it was nostalgia alone, it would be a 10. Gotcha. It definitely would be. Clark, what do you got? For this, I would give it um, two purple werewolves out of five bonus level tentacles. (laughs) All right, Shane. Our guest tonight, how did you grade it according to all of our scoring system? Actually, I graded it four different ways based off of each of your scoring systems. You're right. Percentage-wise, I gave it an 89%. I I don't give anything an A because I don't think anything is good enough for an A. So it gets, it gets an eighty nine percent. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, grade wise, I give it a B plus. Uh, close to an A, but you know. What was your method of scoring? Out of ten. Out of ten, yeah. So that would be an eight point nine. <laughs> 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 oh no, the transparency. <laughs> <laughs> and. Well, yeah, if I was going to trade the game in, I'd have to trade it in for at least three or four cheerleaders from the game. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. Which it always it always made me wonder, too. They were worth 1,000 points, but a baby's only 700. Hmm? Yeah. And uh-huh. the old school teacher was only worth 10. Yeah. I didn't notice points? that one. 10 points. Wow, the cheerleaders are 1,000. I think that's something. It's hmm. a lot of teachers I get for trading in this game. All right, cool. We have gotten some questions from our listeners this evening. So we are about to dive into those right now. So I have one from Matt Fusco. And again, you can hit us up on Facebook. Um, oh, yeah. You can leave us a comment. Or, or shoot us can, an email at superfunpodcastgo at gmail.com. Question is, why do they sell hot dogs in packs of 10 and buns in packs of 8? Obviously, it's because you need to buy 80 hot dogs every time you do it. You need 10 packages of buns, 8 packages of hot dogs. Boom. That's a fucking party. <laughs> Wiener Fest, 2017. How does that relate to the game? <laughs> it, it doesn't. It's not necessarily about yeah, the game. You just ask whatever the it's fuck just, you want. Uh, you know. Oh well, if 
There's a more logical answer. Yeah. Than that, okay. Man. They sell eight pack hot dogs and eight pack they do. hot dog buns. Maybe this guy should be buying a different package of wieners. Okay. One, I burn at least two hot dogs out of ten. <laughs> 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 or two, I drop two and the dog eats them. So it's not yeah. like they're going to waste. Well, except if you burn them. They give that you two extra. No, I like burnt hot dogs. Two extra, like you Ew. know, you, you buy that, an IKEA You get that table. black skin on them. <laughs> no, delicious. You get some extra screws, nuts. <laughs> you get two extra hot dogs because hot dogs are so cheap to make. They don't care. <laughs> I got another one here from Ryan Horger. Why do we drive on the Parkway and park on the driveway? Because we're stupid at naming shit. Mm-hmm. So it's the same question of uh, why is Iceland green and Greenland made of ice? But I thought that was to like trick people though maybe this is to trick people as well maybe park on the highway yep yeah that's what i'm going to start doing now darwin that's how, awards? That's how accidents yeah. start darwin awards <laughs> All right, do, you have, do you have kyle's yeah yeah. yeah yeah this is from kyle page hey yeah. kyle hey kyle. kyle miss you well you guys have pretty good chemistry how long have y'all been friends well hooey he said y'all he must be from down south well, I met these guys at the bus station. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Were you guys all on the same bus? No. 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 Nope. Uh, we should have just made up a fake story. That would have been great. <laughs> Kyle would have been like, what the hell? I know all of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> met Nam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Harry and Shane knew each other for a little bit. <laughs> I think, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Harry's known Shane the entire time that Shane's been alive. Because uh. they're brothers. Yeah, Steve and I met in high school. Yes. He but... transferred from Daniel Boone School District. Yeah, yeah. And then we took a, oh shit, what the hell, broadcast uh, pro- production class. Yeah, and it was shortly after that they opened up to their families and they moved in together. It, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Oh, Aww. and look where we are now. Did you yeah. both work on the um, the morning show? We yeah. did. We used to do it high. Yeah, I was going to say, were you, were you both high doing yeah. the morning show? Or just no, we, we we were. And then it was good because we were... We used to drive to school together and get high on the way to school and yeah. then do the morning show. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Here's your announcements. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's fucked up. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Today's 420. <laughs> no, we weren't even in school that day. <laughs> no. <laughs> I met Harry in elementary school, so I've known Harry since we were like, what, six? Five or six? First grade? It was like seven or eight. I think it was like second grade, if I'm not mistaken. Well, we knew each other in first grade, but we started hanging out in second mm-hmm. grade. I used Clark's friendship just to get to his Micro Machine minivan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anytime, anytime was Harry, Harry was at my house, hey, can we play Micro Machines? It's cool because it was mutually beneficial because I would then go over to Harry's house and be like, hey. Let's play some Sunset Riders. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> Bury me with my money. <laughs> Bury me with my and money. Clark and I used to play Langoliers on the playground. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only Langoliers I can think of is, isn't that Stephen King? Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, uh, yes. Yes. So yes. You played Stephen King on the playground? 
<laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes, we did. I'm it. You're the Langolier. They all float. <laughs> no, no. They all float. <laughs> because we were stupid little kids. Look, I'm Christine. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. <laughs> no, like, because we were stupid kids, one of us would be a Langolier and one of us would be the survivor and we would chase each other around going like, ah, da, 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 da. <laughs> I mean, I played... Godzilla vs. King Kong on in the playground. Godzilla's the, the shit. King of the monsters. You scaly bitch. <laughs> there was this one kid I always get into fights with. Psoriasis. <laughs> yeah, he sucked. <laughs> so, so yeah, because I knew Harry, I knew Shane as well. Shane, you were probably three, four. Yeah, he's too young. I two, just remember he's younger. Okay. You came to one birthday party, and before I ate oh, one I'm cupcake, you ate like five or six. I ate. That's a true story. <laughs> I, look, look. Yeah. I ate three cupcakes. <laughs> so that was it. Just three cupcakes. Five alternative facts. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that story too. Yep. Like even my yeah, parents. because you guys Not can't me. fucking let it go. Not me. <laughs> it was great. My first memory of Clark. <laughs> <laughs> the cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck all of you. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, no. What? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? I don't know, but I think Ralph needs a new set of pants. Yeah, Ralph might have just had flashbacks to something that was like repressed. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. No. No. <laughs> Dr. <Doctor> Tongue. <laughs> Stranger's candy. Stranger's candy. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Icing. I I met Steve through our mutual friend Mike, and then we started actually hanging out with Harry in high school, and we went to a Bad Religion concert. That was really the first time that we like hung out more than just meeting at Mike's house. Yeah, or no, it was over at Nick's, and we played nutball. Yes, we played nutball. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is nutball? We would we would take like a like a tennis ball Uh and like sit like probably like 20 yards away from each other uh-huh. and try to throw the ball up into the air and hit each other in the fucking nuts with it. Yeah. Great game. I have the highest sperm count in the room. And Ralph, I met you at Humongo Comics when you worked there. Yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. That's where we pretty much all met you. Uh, except for I Steve. didn't. Yeah. yeah, that was after the fact. Well, one of the first times was pretty much through Harry. Harry, you're a little friend conduit. Look at you. Hmm. The friend conduit. The hub. Yep, I pretty much met all of you through Harry. Yeah. Do we have any other questions? Um, Bob had two questions. Yeah. yeah. Bob. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Shout out to Bob. Hey, Bob. Great guy. Bob. Everybody likes you, Bob. D- um, does he like my Bobby Cat joke? Oh, I don't. I don't <laughs> think he listened to that. <laughs> We're going to do both of Bob's Double down, Bob. Double dipping. So Bob's first question is, what was the first game you all remember playing as a kid? Sesame Street. And Grover would pop out of the top of the screen and laugh at you if you messed up. And I remember hating it as a child. For what console? Nintendo. It was pretty much, it was that and, or Super Mario, because that's when we lived in my aunt's basement when I was like three. Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. Really? Yep. That's cool. That was like my first gaming experience. Followed in very short succession by, succession by the Power Rangers game. Really? That Power Rangers game on Super Nintendo is fucking awesome. Is the fighting one? Oh, or yeah. It, yeah the, it's oh, well, no, it's great. like a level-based one. It's a side-scroller. Oh. It's great. It's a great game. It's hard. It is. It is it's, very tough. It is a very tough game. I have Next it. review, have it. Power Rangers for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> No, that's not true. That is not true. That is not true. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I, I think the oldest one I can... It's probably something on Atari, 
But the earliest memory I can recall right now is um, my neighbor, when we lived at Trap Village, used to have a Nintendo, and he had some track game on Nintendo where you had this mat. Track and field. Was that what it was? Oh, I oh think you had I to like, stomp around on this yeah, mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's the earliest game I, I can remember. It hmm. was... The um the cart for that where it has Mario Duck Hunt and the the track yeah because I played I Duck Hunt too I think that's actually worth quite a bit now hmm. yeah my first game is Super Ghouls and Ghosts it's really? a great first uh, game that and Cubert three that's cherry popping <laughs> <laughs> is that what that was Ralph what was yours uh, mine is actually Bomberman for the original Nintendo hmm and then very shortly afterward Super Mario I, I distinctly remember playing Bomberman with my dad that's awesome nice. What's that next question? Question number two. What would you say is the console generation you spent, you overall spent the most on? No. I feel like we have already answered that question. No, no I don't think no. so. Console generation overall spent the most time on. I don't know. That's a hard one. Ooh, is it time or money? So that's open to interpretation. Yeah. Wait, say it again. What would you say is the console generation you overall spent the most on? I see that as time, but... Yeah, I, I see that too. as time, time as well. or money. Let, hell, all right, Bob. Look at your questionception. Let's just do both sides. How much time? We need to go deeper. And how much money? We need to go deeper. I I, I can answer really easily. Time Nintendo sixty four. I I don't think I spent any more time on any other generation of systems than I did on the Nintendo sixty four. Mm-hmm. Or are you talking PlayStation and Nintendo sixty four, like that whole era. It's a console generation. <laughs> that would be the generation. Because I played a lot of PlayStation. Yeah, as, it is console well. generation. Okay, I'm sorry. The one I spent the most money on would probably be the most recent, PlayStation 4. Because I also bought the, the VR. VR. Yeah. That almost doubles down on the system's price. I thought for sure you were going to say PS2 because of... Um, I have a lot of games, 11. but I bought them all cheap. Didn't you play 11? I on, did, uh, but it was only like a couple bucks a month or again, something. I'm, I guess I'm thinking time. Oh, yeah, for time-wise. Mm. <laughs> oh, that was adorable. <laughs> I still think you probably played 64 more. Probably. Because I got that immediately, and that stretched out for quite some time. I didn't get a PS2 until I think I was in high school, right? That's, yeah, That's actually, pretty much around when they came out, though. 2000? Yeah. But I think I got the, the 64 one. I don't know. I I think 64 was time. There was whole summers where I just played Mario Kart 64 because I didn't have a job because I was a kid. I th- Kart? I think the most time that I spent was probably the PlayStation 2 era with the original Xbox included and the GameCube. I had all three. Me too. I spent a lot of time with PS2 RPGs, a lot of time playing those, a lot of GameCube RPGs as well. The most money, but again, the most money is because I've had the amount, I've had the money to spend myself, the PS4 era. I guess if we're talking time-wise, it's definitely going to be the original PlayStation. Because that lasted me years. I had so many full memory cards, which I guess then you kind of get into the money aspect. But that's definitely going to be PS4. Just on the console itself, and I think that's the most like games that I've bought off of the PlayStation Store or any of the online marketplaces. So that would definitely be PS4. Oh, thanks, PlayStation. You took my time and my money. I love you. Shane? Oh, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat there. I spend most amount of time and money on PlayStation. Yeah. What about you, Ralph? I'm trying to decide between Nintendo 64 and the GameCube because, like like you said, Clark, like I for that era, like I had a PS2, I had an Xbox, and I had a GameCube. And 
all I can think of is, oh, I played a lot of Zelda on the N64 and Mario Kart and Mario. But then at the same time, I played so much Smash Brothers Melee with so many different people. And did you play Wind Waker? Because that's a Zelda game that's on yeah. the GameCube. I played Wind Waker and I played Twilight Princess on the GameCube. I, I never played the Wii oh, version. Well, yeah. Mario Double Dash, Mario Kart Double Dash. I, yeah, definitely the, what is it, the sixth generation? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I think so. The the GameCube. The GameCube, PlayStation 2, Xbox era. That's where I spent the most time, I think. Specifically, console, probably the Cube. I only had like four games for my GameCube. In terms of money, I'm not convinced that I've spent more on the PlayStation 4 than I have on the PlayStation 3 as of yet. Because I bought that console and I bought a ton of games. My library is definitely larger than PlayStation 4 course online being paid now cool moving on from questions this week we do not have any new itunes reviews so please guys if you could because we see how many downloads we have and then we compare that to how many reviews we have we know there's a lot of you guys out there that have not left a review for us yet so please jump on itunes leave us a review leave us a rating all right guys so let's announce our next game which i am very excited to talk about final fantasy 15 guys so get fucking excited all right, guys, so I think we are done for the evening. So mm-hmm. I would like to thank again Shane, our special guest coming on this episode. Thanks, Shane. Thank, thank you, thanks, Shane. Shane. Hey, no problem. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Yeah. And uh, convincing. Cool. We'll see you guys yeah. next week for another episode of Mubbers. Mubbers. <laughs> All right. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Super Fun Game Reviewed Podcast Go. Stay up to date on our Facebook at facebook.com slash superfunpodcast.